Countdown City. Gesta Town. Riverwalkers Loop to Loop. 410 to 1604. If you don't know what that is, get your tail to San Antonio. Spurs Nation. What is up? I'm Rob Trejo Jr. And this is the Spurs Film Room Podcast. If you like Spurs basketball breakdowns, make sure that you head over to my YouTube channel, Spurs Film Room. Subscribe and check out all the content that I'm dropping there, including little teaser clips from this episode and more. Um, If you want to get your question, your voice heard, your comment heard on this show, all you got to do is go down to the description below. There's a link down there said called the Spurs Film Room Tip Jar. It's The link is streamelements.com backslash a bucking Spurs podcast backslash tip. Drop a tip. It can be as low as a dollar. Everything that you contribute to this show just, you know, goes into the quality of this show and also helping the pamper fun I got going over here for my little guy, my new newborn over here. So attach your question along with your tip and don't forget to make sure to put your username, your social media username um, or whatever you want me to promote on this podcast. And I'm going to start taking those comments at the end of the show. So I appreciate all of the support. You know, if you're listening to this podcast on Facebook, Reddit, um, Apple, Spotify, wherever, um, really appreciate you guys on all across all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. So thank you wherever you're listening right now. I really appreciate you and go Spurs go, man. And if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, please do me a favor scroll down, rate this podcast, Drop a comment in this podcast. It can be as simple as Go Spurs Go. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. If you're watching on Facebook, hit that like button. Share it. That helps us kind of bust through the old algorithm here and helps Spurs fans like you find content from me. On this episode, did the Spurs just do that? The Spurs just the Spurs just went nuts against the Bucks historic night we're going to dive into what it all means should we overhype it should we be real about you know where where this game really lies in the terms of us as a as a team we'll talk about all that we're going to talk about the playing odds and you know what needs to happen in these remaining four games and we're going to go over the Brooklyn Nets game coming up we got a New York state of mind back to back coming up against the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks and so we're going to dive into kind of what is going on with those teams across the pond and uh let's just go ahead and dive right into it go spurs go so the spurs scored 146 points what (laughs) what what is that what 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 universe what parallel universe are we in right now um well i mean in one of the seasons one of the spurs seasons where we've been struggling to score points this has probably been one of our most frustrating seasons in that regard is that most nights (laughs) we don't score enough points man that's why we lose games right this game this game of basketball is won by who scores the most points. And the Spurs have not been able to do that. But not yesterday. No, sir. Rebob. Um, the Spurs actually did something pretty historic, right? They had the highest scoring half in franchise history. I mean, you got to give it to them, man. The Spurs scored 87 points in the half. 
everybody was clicking. Six guys were in double figures at halftime. Six guys at halftime. Now, if we go back to the previous episode and talking about my game plan and what we needed to do to to be successful against this team, the one big area that I was wrong was that, you know, we needed to go zone. But let me tell you why I don't think we had to go zone. I'm pretty sure it was part of the game plan. I think I saw it in flashes here and there, but it's not something that we did that much throughout the game. And that's because, you know, when things really started going our way and it started off from the get-go, man. When we got Giannis Antetokounmpo to pick up two fouls early on in the game, that opened the door for like just all these good things to start happening to us, happening to us. So we got Gian- Giannis out of the game and we really didn't have to worry about keeping him out of the paint, slowing him down in transition, worry about their half court um, offense when it comes to Giannis and him being a freight train and an alley-oop threat and just kind of just rising up and beating everyone off the dribble because he was out for the most part. So that really stunned the Bucks. And we took advantage and we did not look back. In this game, man, the Spurs hit 17 threes. 17 threes. Let me tell you like what the previous games looked like. Eight threes, four threes, seven, five. We had 12 threes against Philly. We had 11 threes against Boston. Um, so, you know, we, we haven't been able to shoot like that all season. All season, we have not been able to shoot like that. And a big reason why we were able to just launch off this, you know, uh, launch pad here and just into the stratosphere was a guy named Patty Mills. Now, a lot of you guys, you know, that was a big clip on the last episode was the whole Patty Mills um, being benched for like Trey Jones and all that type of stuff. And a lot of Spurs Nation gave up on Patty. I'm like, what are you doing, man? This is, this is the Aussie, bro. This is, this is, you know, FIBA Patty. Patty, you got to let this guy go through in and out of his slumps. And Patty Mills had a 20-point game, first 20-point game for Patty since April 14th. You know, he had only had a few double-digit games in between then. Um, so this was the night where it was falling. The ball was going in the hole across the board, man, across the board. Um, we talked about guys that needed to step up, Right. I was telling you guys, we don't need to play more guys. That's not the answer. At this point of the season, you know, I know a lot of people are still like, no, they can make us better. They can make us better. And here's here's my point to to can guys like Luca and Trey make us better? I mean, maybe, but we can't risk that. You got to understand what our sample sizes are to what we're trying to do here in San Antonio. And I'm sorry, but they don't include Trey and Luca. We're trying. We're trying to do something here. We're trying to get this playing spot. And what we need, what, which my argument to that was, what we need are the guys that are already playing to step up. And I said, if we can get six to seven guys in double figure scoring, then we're good enough to compete with anybody. That's what I said, right? Well, what happened against the Bucks? They took that concept and put it on steroids, and we had. Six guys with 19 plus points. Six guys. I mean, come on, man. We had we had seven guys with plus uh with, with in double digits. We had six, I think, with with almost 20. Right? Devin Vassell chipped in 10 as well, so he got to he got to the double digit mark. 
I mean, dude, I mean, we can go through the stats, man. But look, the 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 real thing is, like, the real the real takeaway from this game was that hey, you know, karma came back and rewarded rewarded us here. We had been shooting terrible, but we had still been putting in the effort. I've been saying that all this whole you know terrible stretch that we've had for the past month or so is that man our effort is there every night i've even been saying it too on the past few game recaps that i've shown is that man we come out of the gates focused against sacramento we came out focused and ready against portland we came out focused and ready so we're not we're not taking a step back we're not taking our foot off the gas in any sense of this game right and our efforts always there and you know what efforts it gets rewarded man we took a couple tough losses here and there but last night was the basketball gods looking down on us, saying, you know what? This team is doing it right. The ball is going to fall tonight. And that was just across the board. Now, that's not going to be the norm. This is kind of where I come back down to earth. Like, okay, you know, does this mean that we're just going to start clicking and every and we're going to start shooting well every single game from here on out? Probably not, bro. Probably not. Okay, because, I mean, one... More guys shot more threes, and 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 we made them. Rudy Gay was on fire. Patty was on fire. DJ hit two, I believe. Um, Ke- Keldon was in the mix. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, out of the guys that played, you know, real minutes, only Demar and Jakob didn't take any threes. Demar almost took a few. He was on the line. Um, but Jakob had one hell of a game, bro. Eight assists, zero turnovers. Jakob, man, Jakob was out of his mind, I think, and he had like nine points or eight points. So he was another player close to that double digit mark, right, for our guys to scoring. Look, we're not a team that has three guys that can just kill you, right? So we need to do it by committee. And and that's what we did against the Bucks. And that just goes to show you that when we're shooting the ball well. Now that this this hopefully does snowball. But we can't expect to score a historic 87 points and a half every single night. Like, you know, that's just not going to happen. All right, so let's come back down to earth a little bit, right? Now, the big ups from this game is that, you know, going back to my point about the guys that are already playing need to step up, Keldon had a great game. Keldon had an I mean, He comes out to play against these big teams. And, and you know, we go, we go, uh, to, if you're, we're listening, to, you're probably listening to this today on Wednesday morning or afternoon so we got the the New Jersey Nets tonight we're going to talk about that later sorry the Brooklyn Nets I'm I'm showing my age there the Brooklyn Nets so I expect Keldon to come out and bring it again man because that's what he does he steps up to the challenge and he played well Jakob obviously had a crazy game not offensively but across the board he was just he was just a monster right so and and then who was my other guy Patty right so those are my three guys Patty Jakob and Keldon need to play well in order for us to win games, all right? It's not a mystery. We don't need to start playing other players over these guys at this point of the season, three, four games left. No, that's just not That's just not what it's going to take to get us to kind of get to a level that we need to be. The guys, the rotations are set. The roles are set. The philosophy is set. You know, guys are now starting, and Lonnie's been clicking. Lonnie's been going, I, I, I don't know if he saw my, my post the other day when on my YouTube channel, I made like a little post of some areas that Lonnie needs to improve on defensively. I don't know if he saw it or what, but man, ever since that, he just turned it on. He's just been trending upwards every single game. 
and the Milwaukee game was just another one of those examples. Thank God we we're at home. Thank God we had this big win at home, man, because we have not been. I mean, you guys know we suck at home <laughs> this season. It's one of the, it's one of the weirdest seasons in that regard. So, um, big win for us at home. I think Tony Parker was there as well. So it was just, it was one of those type of nights, man, where everything was just going our way. Um, we won the rebounding battle, forty-six to thirty-four. That's huge, right? Um, Giannis had a couple good plays. Drew Holiday tried to bring him back. Uh, we kind of spoiled the whole Bryn Forbes night. I really liked the the tribute that we did to Bryn Forbes and everyone was showing him nothing but love here. And you know that he's got, he can walk up and down the streets in San Antonio and people will love Bryn Forbes. Um, shoot. He, he, he was, he was here for it in that Denver series. You know, we want to talk about Bryn. Um, the last time we were in the playoffs, he was here for that series. Um, so shout out to Bryn. I'm glad that he got to come home and receive all that, all that energy, all that positive energy. Uh, cause the headline going into that, into that game was, oh, Bryn Forbes is locked in, you know, DiVincenzo came out and made a, a, a quote about, he just had an extra pep in his step, man. I know what Spurs Nation was thinking. Oh, great. Bryn Forbes is going to just torch us, right? He's going to go off for like five or six threes at half time. He's going to finish with like 30 points and he's just going to go nuts. And, um, no, thank God that was not the case. All right. So in, in, in a nutshell, guys, we enjoy, let's enjoy that win, the win, you know, when, when I'm coaching my squad in a season, we have a 24 hour rule, right? And it's, if we get our ass beat or if we, or if we're the ones, you know, kicking tail, you know, we, uh, we have to just enjoy it or let it hurt us, whatever for 24 hours. And then you got to get back to work, right? You got to take it out of your mind. You just got to look forward, look towards the next objective, the next goal, and start preparing for that, right? You can't stay too high or stay too low. And we were extremely high coming out of this game, all right? So the season's not over. We got still a tough slate of games coming up. Um, so when we get back, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the play-in odds. We're going to look at, you know, now that we took care of business, that changed a lot of things. We, we won that game. Uh, we're not going 0-5 in these last five, so... What does New Orleans need to do? What does uh, Sacramento need to do in order for them to kind of steal this from us? And what do we need to do to kind of keep them off of our boots? All right. So we'll talk about all that when we get right back. The Spurs have to win one more game to clinch and control our own dens- our own destiny, right? And that's always the position that you want to be in. We don't want to be in a position where we have to hope, you know, that New Orleans, you know, loses this one or the Kings, you know, do this or that. Doesn't, you know, that's not where we want to be. So the goal is to win one more game. Now, we'll talk about these games in front of us and where I think that could happen or not happen, but the, if the Spurs lose, I think that should always be like the first area that we go to. Like, what if, right? What if the Spurs lose the remaining four games and we go 0-4? All right, well, first, the Pelicans and the Kings would need to finish their seasons perfect. You know, they there's no more room for error. And that's that's how big this game was against Milwaukee, right? We, we, now, have, we now put the heat on 
them, right? Like we put all the pressure on them. Now they have to step up and and win out. And that's that's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So let's look at the um the Pelicans remaining games, right? They have the Mavericks, the Warriors uh coming up. And let's just let's just be honest, man. Like I don't think there's many teams right now that can beat this Warriors team, which is so crazy because I mean, obviously they're they don't have you know, a full squad, you know, take away Steph Curry and it's kind of just like, what, like who else is there? But Steph Curry is showing exactly who he is. He's like, just cause my team, my teammates are hurt or whatever. Like, you know, we're not a great team this year. doesn't mean that I'm going to go and, you know, rest, you know, half of the season or, you know, kind of do what LeBron James does when his team's not good. He's like, well, my team's not good. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to put my body at risk. No, like Steph Curry is showing that as long as he is on the floor, as long as he is on the floor, um, uh, just th- that they have a chance to win any game. So I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I have this correct here with the Pelicans. The Pelicans have three, four more games, right? So they got the Grizzlies. That's the one I missed. So they got, no, 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 they just lost to the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies did us a favor on Monday by taking care of business there. Yeah, so they have three games left. The Mavericks, the Warriors, and then the Lakers. There you go. That's the one I'm missing, right? So they would have to win on those three games. And I just don't see it happening. The The Mavericks should take care of them today, right? And But if not, um, I'm pretty sure that the Warriors will or the Lakers will. So I'm pretty confident that... New Orleans has no chance really to do what needs to do what needs to be done, right? To to steal this 10th spot from us. Now, the Kings as well, they have three more games, two against Memphis and then the Jazz. So, are you telling me that we're going to go 0 and 4 and they're going to go 3 and 0 in these last three games and steal this 10th spot from us without De'Aaron Fox, without Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes? I doubt it. I doubt it because Memphis one is a team that's trying to, to build They're They're kind of like us right now. They're trying to build something positive that they can take into the play in. Right. And can you, that they can, they can hang their hat on and, and say, Hey, we're playing well in this area. You know, we're doing things well enough to maybe win this play in game. Memphis is in that same spot as us. Right. Because I don't know, a few, uh, a few episodes ago, I talked about how that's just the main goal. The main goal for us right now is just to build something positive, right? That was a term. It wasn't to to go five and zero in these last five, or or even if we went zero and five or one of whatever. Like as long as we have this tenth spot, it doesn't matter how we lose or, or 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 who we lose to. I should say it's it's more about being competitive and building that attitude, that confidence. And shoot, man, we just did that like tenfold against the bucks right so we we came out and played well against portland you know that's that's a game that um i thought we could have won right so then we go into we we go into this game against milwaukee and we just kind of light the fire man so memphis in this play-in game uh you know i don't think it's going to be as easy as they probably think i think memphis over there is happy that they're playing san antonio because of the reasons that they've been they've been kicking our tail all season. I think you know we we had them on the first game of the of the season, I believe this year, and we took home that W. But those other two games that we've played them, man, they they whooped us, right? So 
I hope I hope that excuse me, I hope that someone on our coaching staff has already started scouting Memphis and drawing up that game plan and kind of checking that team out because that's that's probably a lock. I think, you know, facing off with them is inevitable, right? That's that's gonna be the play in matchup at nine and ten. And then we'll have to see what happens with the Lakers and, and the Golden State team. Now that game's gonna be like must see T V, bro. Like I, I'm gonna watch that game, dude. Like who are we gonna play? Who are we gonna play? Are we gonna play Golden State or are we gonna play the Lakers? The Lakers just won last night too, I believe. So Anthony Davis is there. Um, Andre Drummond, LeBron's still not back yet. Uh, if you were gonna ask me, man, I hope we play uh I hope we play Golden State as 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 on another level Curry is right now. I feel like we have, you know, the team to match up with them, like versus like having to go and play a big team like the Lakers. We don't really have the size and and the depth and that position to kind of compete with them. But, you know, we we do have the depth at the guard position and we shoot if we can shoot the ball well, like we just saw the last night, we can we can compete with anybody. And I think uh, Golden State lines up uh, with us there. So, I mean, it's not impossible, man. Like, right now, I'm sitting here pretty confident that we can go into this playing game. We can we can take this first one against Memphis. I don't think they're ready. If we, if we can trend upwards, guys. Look, if we, go, if we go to the wire against New York and Brooklyn, if we, if we play well against um, the, this Phoenix team, then man, I I like where we're at compared to where Memphis is at because Memphis is kind of I swear, man, they're just like us. They went through a really bad stretch recently, and they're just kind of barely turning it around. Like, oh look, we're, we're all right, we're okay, we're, we might be okay. That's kind of where we're at, right? So I mean, they have Jaw, they have they have um, Jaron Jackson is back over there in Memphis, uh, you know. So it's a little scary. It's a little scary right now, but. Hey, we got DeMar locked in. If we can have Lonnie Walker playing on a certain level, DeJounte doing his thing. And if Keldon can just, you know, do what he does and Rudy Gay and Petty Mills are both on off the bench, then, bro, we have, we have we're good enough to to be in a game with anybody. And I like our chances against Memphis. And if the C's part, man, how many times Spurs Nation on our championship years? Oh, that's my boy right there. <laughs> on our championship seasons did the c just kind of part for us to get to the finals or to get to the western conference finals this might be one of those scenarios right so i'm gonna go ahead and check on check up on my little guy and when we get back let's talk about our matchup tonight against the brooklyn nets All right, so the Spurs got the first night of a back-to-back against the Brooklyn Nets, right? This, the perennial NBA champions, the new super team of the NBA. Well, I mean, the thing with the Nets is that you just never know what Nets team you're going to get. And, well, I mean, let's take a look at the team that we're going to play tomorrow. One, Kyrie Irving just got a head injury i think you know they they did a couple x-rays mri no damage all that type of stuff but i think it's pretty safe to say that when you're dealing with the head injury they said no concussion uh symptoms were there i i would put my money on Kyrie Irving's probably not going to play against the spurs now on the flip side of that we are about to get james harden back in the uh brooklyn net uniform 
Um, he's listed as a game time decision. Now, KD has been a monster. If you want to go look at his stat sheet, it's freaking nuts. He's not scoring less than like 20 some points a game. Um, he's putting up at least like, you know, four or five assists a game. Every other game, he gets more than 10 rebounds. So he's just been a monster, right? So the thing about the Nets, though, the inconsistency leads them to a five and five record in their last 10 games. Five of those losses, the losses column, right, are coming against Portland, who we just played. Dallas, we know them very well. They lost twice against Milwaukee. I think if we play Milwaukee nine out of 10 times, they're going to beat us six times, right? Now, the one of those four times out of 10 was the game that we just played the other night, and they lost to a subpar Toronto team. You see, now, I don't watch a lot of Brooklyn Nets basketball, but let me tell you what. It all starts and, and ends with Kevin Durant, bro. I mean, we, we got to make sure the, the only real game plan there is when you're playing against maybe a top three, top five player in the world is to try to slow him down and contain everybody else. This is a five-man team, right? So what we got to do, my you know main point of emphasis going into this game, is just control all the other guys, right? We don't need all the other dudes coming in here and just lighting us up, all right? So I'm talking about guys like Joe Harris, Bruce Brown, um, Jeff Green, Griffin. All those guys are able to go for like 10 to 15 points a game and they've actually been playing pretty damn well and if I remember correctly they played even better when James Harden was there so best case scenario is that Harden is a game time decision and it's a no it's a no-go and then hopefully Kyrie as well is a no-go and we just have to deal with KD and company I'm not so sure how that's gonna if that's the way it's gonna go but either way you know we we got to be able to contain at least Let's say that, you know, KD and Harden plays both. We got to be able to contain uh, Kevin Durant, not let him get to his spots, make it a little bit difficult. James Harden has played the point guard role for the most part when when he's been in Brooklyn. So we got to make sure that he's not getting everyone else going, So which means that we got to contest shooters. We got to make sure that, that Bruce Brown isn't sneaking in, taking plays away from us. And we got to help ourselves out by not turning over this basketball and making sure that we make the most out of every single possession that we got. We can't bank on making 17 threes again. We got to be able to bank on taking care of the defensive side of the ball, getting to the paint, and closing out to shooters, and making sure that we can execute some type of game plan to take the team out of the mix. We can't have everyone clicking on all cylinders if we expect to win this game. Shoot, we can't let... Kevin Durant probably go for 40 because we've been we've been known to lose games without their best player as at the same time. So, you know, we can lose in all types of ways that this season has proven that right to us. But tonight it starts with taking care of the defensive side of the floor and making sure that we're not letting guys beat us named not named Kevin Durant or James Harden. And that's basically it. We'll start and end there, and then we'll roll the dice and see how it goes on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, you know, having multiple guys get in double figures is key to us being successful on any given night. So, you know, Patty Mills, Rudy Gay off the bench, Devin Vassell chipping in here and there, 
um drew ebanks coming in big last time we played brooklyn they killed us on the pick on the pick and roll they had claxton rolling down the middle for alley-oops deandre jordan rolling down the middle for alley-oops so we need to protect that pick and roll on the defensive side of the ball and not let them just kill us with it once we figure out what happens with the nets then we can go ahead and look forward to what's going to happen the rest of the way because again if we can take let's say by some miracle we drop another 17 23s in a game i don't see it happening um and we clinch our playoff spot you know then maybe the game against new york and the games against phoenix don't carry as much weight you know so let's go ahead and see what happens against the nets and then we'll come back make another episode and we'll talk about what needs to go down against the knicks um, I definitely do like the Knicks this season. They're actually playing really, really tough. They haven't lost many games as of late. Randall's been playing well. Um, Derrick Rose has been playing well, playing gritty, tough-nosed defense. They're on a very short lineup as well. And so they're doing it the right way right now in New York, so good for them. Um, then we'll talk about Phoenix a little bit later in the week. So that's going to be it. My little guy has been kind of been fussy. I've had to take a couple breaks here to... Um, beat them and change them and do some stuff like that so again if you're listening to this thank you appreciate your your support please rate like do something to this piece of content wherever you're listening to it and um, that helps us out a lot and if you want to get your question your comment you agree with me you disagree with me let me know drop it in a tip jar the link down in the description below will take you there that's streamelements.com backslash a bucking spurs podcast backslash tip right and then you can type in your agreement disagreement question concern whatever we'll talk about it on this podcast so all that being said we got a big game tonight against the nets should be a lot of fun if we can get this dub we don't got to worry about if we make the plane or not we're in and then we can kind of shift focus to memphis not the team right the team needs to stay focused on improving game to game but from our point of view we can start talking and looking at memphis and seeing what that looks like so go spurs go countdown city shoot fiesta town safe town loop to loop river walkers appreciate y'all and make sure that you go ahead and chant go spurs go catch you on the next one